from the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. Part of the thrill in interviewing porn performers is learning about how much of their on-screen persona connects with their off-screen persona. Alternative porn star Sabrina Knight is adorned all over in vibrant tattoos. Her hair is long and candy-colored, and her bust is, let's just say, large and luscious enough to crush a man in her cleavage. She has a wildfire intensity on camera that I can happily confirm carries over flawlessly to her authentic self. We had so much fun chatting all about her very certain life philosophies. This chat went everywhere. You're going to love listening to it. The incredible Sabrina Knight. And of course, remember, we had this talk naked. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another virtual schmooze. I'm Laura Desiree, and joining me today, oh my goodness, she is sexy, she is sensational, she is Sabrina Knight. Hello, hello. That is the best introduction that ever I ever got. I had to swing <laughs> my tits. Much. I had to swing my tits. I got so excited. My goodness, look at those. <laughs> look at those. Now, I love that swing. I know the swing is the best. That's the excitement rumble right there. So Sabrina, <laughs> for all of our viewers that are meeting you for the first time, you're a very successful adult content creator. Uh, how would you describe the kinds of content that you make? Okay, so I'm mainstream niche. <laughs> so something in between mainstream and my own niche. Obviously, my look is not necessarily the everyday look. I'm not, you know, atomic blonde like you. <laughs> I'm more on the edge of alternative, a slightly fetish, if not very fetish, actually. So uh, I kind of combine that with uh, elements of mainstream, because obviously I... Uh, also try to like mm, dip my toes into a little bit more glam color type of mm. uh, vibe and uh, my content always the biggest uh, the most important part of my content is basically uh, the good quality so mm. what I do I try to supply people with very specific sometimes very unusual and sometimes very excited even for me to explore, because I never heard about many of them fetishes, uh, with the quality and the bedazzle of brazers and big companies. <laughs> right, and, and that's, so, that's so important because even if you are making the content yourself, making it look its best and giving it that professional touch, it makes a huge difference. So you must have just tickled and piqued the interest of all of our viewers who are now wondering, okay, what kind of outrageous or fetish content is she talking about? What are some examples of the kinds of kinks you've displayed in your content? Um, as some of the uh, people already kind of noticed, uh, my breasticles <laughs> usually are a very important part of my, cust uh, my custom video orders. Because usually I tip into a new... Um, unknown uh, fetishes when I get some interesting, uh, interesting custom orders. So I had plenty, but plenty 
I mean, a lot. <laughs> People asking for specific, very specific ways of treating my breasts, for example, like squeezing, like grabbing, like playing with them, you know, all the good stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So there is a big niche for that, huge niche, just specifically that sucking, licking, squeezing, touching, all that, just and nothing else, really. Another thing, what was a very interesting uh, discovery of mine was a velour fetish. There are people who have a velour, yeah, you hear me right, a velour fetish. There okay. is a, like, a, like a fabric, yeah, yeah. like velour leather, fetish. like latex, there is velour, right? Yeah. There is a huge niche for people who love velour. The touch, Seriously. the feel, the vibe, yes, <laughs> yes. And I had a huge amount of sales based only on the fact that I was wearing pink velour tracksuit. That looks look make me look a little bit more mumsy, slightly milfy, I would say. Obviously, it's all like nicely showing my my breasticles as well. But the, the guys don't really care about the nudity that much. Like they care about the whole vibe of the uh, the velour itself. So it was very important to same thing with fur. Actually, there is a fur, there is velour, multiple different vibes touches. You know, and, yeah. and they have big thing for it. But it's really hard to, with visuals, it's hard to give them the same vibe, the, give them the feel, uh, because it's all about the touching. And you can't really touch video, right? right. So it's very important to give them absolutely the best possible mm. visuals and sound effects that uh, mimic the vibe of, of touching it. Yeah. Um, so I, I create an entire series based around this velour um, outfit uh, and it sells like crazy. Yeah, people love that that sensory experience, yes. right? They want, they want it. It's almost like ASMR, but for your eyes, not just for your ears. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. I love that. So Sabrina, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we, I'm in America, you're in Europe. So first question is going to be, could you tell us where you are? And in regards to your subscribers and your fans, where are the bulk of them living? Are they mostly in America? Are they mostly in Europe? Where's your biggest fan base? Okay, so basically, currently, I'm in Sp beautiful, hot Spain. So I'm really happy about the dress code today because it's absolutely starting here. <laughs> so even though I'm so overdressed right now, I'm, I'm kind of late, so slightly, just so slightly moist, you know, and wet and, and all that good stuff, yeah? <laughs> so it's super hot in here, but it's also very beautiful. So I'm really happy I just moved here like six, seven months ago, and I love it. So basically, biggest fan base uh, is obviously US because of the tattoos and because of my curvy shapes usually us people are absolutely crazy about that and i love that too you know big asses big boobs all the good stuff you know <laughs> so so they love my wiggle <laughs> the next ones are germans i'm almost sure because also because of my my accent and my accent does a lot of good things to many people <laughs> as far as i figure out people are just connecting with me just because i talk the way i talk <laughs> Uh, so Germans, then there is uh, French people, they also love me. I'm very popular in France, even though I literally can speak avec moi and that's literally my French at this point. Still, I, I make like whole tour, make like five different videos. I even work for Dorsal somehow with my tattoos. That was pretty big achievement in my opinion. Yeah. Because Dorsal usually don't really fancy the alternative ways so much. 
so that's like the, the biggest the biggest markets for me French Germans and Americans plus UK because yeah English and big tits <laughs> and, and where where is your accent from well okay so my accent travels with me <laughs> I would say because I'm a, yeah, yeah my, my accent is a traveler I would, yeah because you know when you move around you collect a little bit of everything yeah? yeah so I'm originally Polish but I move out from Poland the second I hit 18 to wow. UK and I travel all over UK and we know that UK is absolutely <laughs> crazy about their accent right so I moved from Brighton to London from London to Edinburgh in Scotland okay and I live in yeah I live in Scotland for six years so my accent is literally all over the place (laughs) that's so fantastic because I couldn't figure it out I'm listening going where is it there's some Eastern European but there's also this this very uh UK kind of English vibe I couldn't figure it out thank you for that because it sounds like a collective a melange of all these beautiful sounds that's yeah, fascinating. Yeah, I'm looking forward and, uh, for the moment when my Spanish start to kick in. So, what came first for you? Was it um, exploring kinks and fetish or was it uh, content creation? Was there one before the other? Like, did you start content creation as a different person completely and then start to explore kinks or were you always a kinky person? I was always a uh, kinky before I even know the world. Okay, I didn't know that the thing called kinky exists. I just been the way I am. <laughs> um, but it was cool to figure out that I'm not the only weirdo down there. So, <laughs> so my rabbit hole uh, actually wasn't so empty after all. So, I, uh, I very, my very very beginning was actually as a Sabine Demonia. Sabine Demonia was persona I created back in high school, hmm. and not thinking that will be uh, that will be a someone who actually people know. Wow. <laughs> it was just actual a joke a little bit because I was like a golf girl in high school, and then when I moved to UK, I still used the same name, still sort of as a joke. Um, I was using it for, for my uh, fetish modeling, my alternative modeling. I was wearing latex a lot. I have people, like I met many people in London in the fetish scene. And it was my, my like a giveaway, get away from my uh, life. And yeah. it was my, my way of being, you know, going to fetish clubs, doing some latex fashion shows, all this sort of stuff. I was fire breather for a second, wow. long second, actually. I was doing a lot of, uh, yeah. A lot of fetish shows with um, with some bondage elements and stuff like that, and I didn't even thought about uh, dipping into making content. I was just basically, you know, one of those girls on the internet, just just posing in some corsets and very uncomfortable looking high heels. <laughs> Uh, and then it kind of, you know, grow. And then I met people from the industry. I started to do coming. And from the coming world, I met a few big names in UK who does like braces, like Kiki Minaj. And they've been like, babe, you would kill it if you bring that to the table. Yeah. And that's what I did. So, and since that time, I'm never looking back. And obviously I still do my fetish type of thing. Right in more moderated adult over 30 type of way. <laughs> right. Wow. I, I love your journey. This whole thing grow, grow with me. 
Yeah, your journey through through kink and that it is part of your organic identity. I mean, that's beautiful. That means your artistry has an honesty to it. My goodness. Sabrina, we're seeing more. Yeah, yeah I live with Rita. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're seeing more fetish being brought to um, the viewership that are watching pornography and adult content. And of course, we have to be aware of the the influence that porn has on people viewing it. They try to bring it into their everyday sex routines. Do you think it's liberating or is there any danger to bringing more fetish into the pornography that uh, the mainstream consumes? I don't think that porn is more dangerous than video games. Because <sighs> let's be honest, let's be honest. If you think that you can act like in GTA, it's on you. It's not on the people who created the game. The same thing with porn. If you think you can, I don't know, start with double anal immediately, okay? <laughs> it's on you. It, 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 you can't really blame people who, you know, give you some sort of content with the context that this is fantasy, mm. right? Because we always give that context to people. It's all fantasy. It's all professionals doing things for your entertainment. I mean, I don't watch, I don't know, Avengers, and I don't try to, you know, blast half of the world out of here because I think it's too many of them, okay? I don't. Why? Because it's common sense. Right. <laughs> so if you don't have common sense, you can't really blame people uh, that support you with, like, entertainment for uh, giving you bad ideas, you know? It's like back in the days there was the situations when people have been blaming metal music for, I don't know, mass shootings in US. That's also absolutely out of the world. No, common sense is that someone didn't really ex explain to the child, for example, or to the young adult who, who have uh, uh, too much of access to certain things without the context and didn't take care of him. And that's the reason for the, all the tragedies or bad, bad experiences, because I, maybe I went a little too hard on it, but yeah. all the bad experiences comes from lack of common sense. You know, that's why we have Darwin uh, Awards for people who completely lacking the, you know, imagination, okay? So, you know, I, I was watching porn since I was like 16, maybe. I won't say more because I don't really want to be in trouble, <laughs> but I, I was very young, very young, okay? <laughs> I was watching Janet Jason in Dream Quest. It doesn't yeah. mean I decide to fuck fairies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> basically i think yeah it porn I was just enjoying the fantasy yeah totally and porn literacy is so important because of all this you know we need to be aware and constantly remind all viewers of porn hey this is fantasy and yes it does feel like it should be common sense but porn literacy is something i think they should be teaching uh, actually in school as well i think this is something that yeah. shouldn't yeah, be yeah, kept shouldn't be kept in a closet of like shame and secrecy. Let's bring it out and talk about it. It's part of the world today. They spend so much time teaching us about different type of uh, guy in the heaven looking after you and telling you what to do. Yet we already heard that multiple, multiple times and we kind of understand it. And most of the people nowadays don't give a flying fuck, but they don't explain to young adults and to children, listen, choking someone for pleasure is different than choking someone for 
different reasons. Uh, you have to be careful. There is a word called consent. You should use it. You know, these sort of things should be literally on the very, very beginning. Okay, I understand. It's kind of awkward. It's a little bit difficult, okay, to face that, that you're supposed to talk with, I don't know, your child about it. And I, I, I parent myself, and I understand this is not easy. But on the end of the day, you, it's like, I don't understand this whole current thing when you blame everybody around you, everybody about, around you for your own inconvenience, instead of actually double guessing, maybe it's something wrong with me doing it bad way, you know? Yeah. Maybe I should be a little bit more clear. Maybe it's my parenting that sucks. It's not the games. It's not the music. It's not the movies and, and the whole pop culture around me. It's actually me not paying attention to my children. On the end of the day, this is usually the reason why it doesn't really work well because parents don't give enough attention and then don't treat kids like they, like they are growing into being an adult. They're still treating children that they are children. No matter if they are 5, 10, 15, or 20, they're still treating, oh, my, my boy, my little boy, come right. on, my little boy wouldn't hurt anybody. No, your little boy didn't know that he's hurting someone because you didn't explain it to him what that means, right. period. Right. Wow. I hope everyone listening has enjoyed all of the realms we've gone to today. I mean, we went to GTA. <laughs> I mean, we, we, went went to, the, we went to mass shootings. Oh, yeah. We went to fucking yeah, fairies yeah. with Jenna, Jenna Jameson. We went everywhere today. We really did. I have one question <laughs> left for you. With... <laughs> it's incredible. It's amazing how how much ground we can cover when the two of us go at it. Right. Amazing. Yeah. One, yeah. one last question for you today. Uh, you know, People need to know. People need to know this. I need to know this. What kind of porn do you sure. watch? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay. Well, did I mention my 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 uh, my mind is dark? I well, it is. I really, really enjoyed back in the days. I was enjoying like Dream Quest with Jenna Jason. It's absolutely my top one. I could watch it every day, even with the quality that I know now. It's still absolute classic. It's like, I don't know, the first Dracula by Coppola for, for horror movies fans for me is Jenna Jameson and Dream Quest, okay? Yes. I love it. I love every second of it. But then, obviously, I like a little bit more fantasy world. I like uh, all sorts of hentai. Yes. Hentai is one big thing for me. Yes, I love it. I don't know why, what, what those tentacles do to me, but it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Before I was really big fan of watching, for example, um, Christy Mack, but yeah. at this point I'm doing similar type of stuff, so it's kind of, it's not exciting me anymore, you know? If I know that uh, I kind of already achieved that level, it's, it, it's becoming, yeah. Okay, I done it. Next, okay. And with hentai, it's still the fantasy realm. It's still there. It's still unexplored. You know, yeah. I, I kind of have a thing for a little bit more Japanese thing, like like features and stuff. I really like them too. So, Asa Akira is still my queen. About to her. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sabrina, so, yeah, you're so you're so badass. Like. Yeah, you're such you're such a <laughs> badass. I love it. Our viewers would love to know how to get in touch with you, how to find your content. What's the best way? What are those websites? I'm launching my website, sabrinanight.com, and you can find lots of dark fantasy magic happening there every month. <laughs> 
So that will be the main place to find me, sabrinanight.com, pretty easy, obviously. Uh, and then you can obviously find me on social media, Instagram at I am Sabrina Knight. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, but on Twitter I'm on uh, two accounts. One is Sabrina Knight 2, like two, <laughs> not the word, uh, but the, that's my new account because my old account as a Sabien Demonia with underscore was actually suspended for quite a while. That was the reason actually I started changing my name because I was like, yeah, you take my uh, Twitter. That was the only thing what was stopping me. Now nothing can stop me. And they give it to me back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, those, <laughs> those fuckers, okay? <laughs> they play with your mind. Uh. Uh, and yeah, and my content, yeah, obviously Sabien Demonia is on Pornhub. Sabien Demonia is on Manivit. Sabien Demonia is on Avian Star. So as soon as you find my, my Twitter, you will find me everywhere. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you so much for making time today. And I'm wishing you all the very best. Let me know the minute you get your ass to America because we're going out. It's on. It's happening. <laughs> and Definitely. I'm planning to take my ass more than once probably oh. this year because why not awards are coming in, in Hollywood if I will be able to sort all the details because, you know, our beautiful Corona and all that stuff, but hopefully I can fix that situation and have the full documents I need to travel. Then I will be in Hollywood on Why Not Awards. If not, then definitely AVNs. You can't stop me. If I need to take a boat, I will take a boat. If I need to have a canoe for that, I'm going. <laughs> okay. But on AVNs, I will be there. You will find those states somewhere Amazing. there, hiding like a Mexican from behind, you know, but I will be there. <laughs> Before that, follow me on Pornhub, Sabien Demonia. I'm sure I will vlog the whole situation from me getting to US this way or that way, you know? <laughs> we can't wait. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And all of you at home, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Schmooze. Uh, all the way from New York City, but coming to you on the virtual Zoom screen, I'm Laura Desiree, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So how did you like your time with the fabulous Sabrina Knight? I hope you loved listening to that. And remember, folks, to check out the full video version of that interview, only available at NakedNews.com. And wherever you're listening to the Talk Naked podcast, do yourself a favor, like, favorite, or subscribe to this channel. And while you're at it, why not keep up to date with all things Talk Naked by following us on our Instagram at Talk Naked Podcast. We'll see you back here real soon. <laughs>